He was one of the rare composers who managed to make a living out of his music. The reason is that he was attentive to what the public wanted to hear. He realized that if the audience was happy with his performance, they were likely to come back, which meant that he could get more commissions and therefore earn more money. His gift for music allowed him to compose memorable and catchy melodies that won people's hearts and loyalty. In a way, he contributed to a new style that was mainly based on four chords, same as in rock and roll. Welcome to Personality Matters. I'm Arthur Kems, and today we will be talking about Mozart. Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart was born on January 27, 1756 in Salzburg, Austria. He showed interest in music from an early age. No later than the age of five, he started to learn music, and by the age of eight, he already composed his first symphony, the Symphony No. 1. His father, also a musician, quickly noticed his son's talent, because who wouldn't, and then showed it off at different European houses and palaces. So that is how little Mozart started his career. When he became a bit older, he was taken on as a court musician in Salzburg. Well, in those days you pretty much needed to have the patronage of some influential person to make a living out of music. Aristocrats were, let's say, kind of 18th century producers. So Mozart got that, but it was not exactly what he dreamed of. A small salary and high dependence on his boss, he felt he did not get the appreciation he deserved. Eventually, he broke the contract with his patron and set off traveling across Europe until finally he settled down in Vienna, where he stayed for the rest of his life. He began to write music for publication and also got involved in several concerts. In a nutshell, he began to gradually expand his popularity. Everybody loved his innovative style and compositions, which led him to be invited often to different events as a performer. As previously stated, Mozart was very attentive to what the public wanted to listen to. He realized that if the audience was pleased with his performance, they were likely to come a second time. It meant that he could get more commissions and therefore earn more money. So, composing memorable and catchy melodies, in a way, served as a guarantee that people would really come again to listen to him. Anyway, Mozart gradually started earning solid revenues from his performances, which allowed him to enjoy a truly lavish lifestyle. You know, he picked one of the most luxurious apartments in Vienna, kept servants, and sent his son to a prestigious boarding school. Mozart was very lavish with money. Even when he was already a recognized pianist and composer, he still had financial difficulties. That was the result of his extravagant lifestyle. The thing is that Mozart thought of himself as a real European aristocrat. Naturally, his lifestyle had to be aligned with his position. Otherwise, what is the point in being an aristocrat if you cannot live in luxury and spend a huge deal of money? In an attempt to reconcile his dreams with reality, he needed a high-income job. Well, at that time, one of the best jobs for him was court musician or the emperor, but the Austrian's court preference lay with Italian musicians at that time, and one of them, by the way, was Antonio Salieri. Let's say a few more words about him. Well, we all know that Mozart died before his time at the age of 35, and the cause of his death remains unidentified. Some suggest that he died from rheumatic inflammatory fever, but there are also those, and you might be one of them, who think that he was poisoned by Antonio Salieri. 
Even though nobody produced solid evidence to prove that, it is often seen as one of the main theories of Mozart's death. All we know today is that there was some rivalry between the composers that was perhaps stated by some personal distaste. And it is clear why. Salieri was the court composer of the emperor and the conductor of Italian opera, so he had a tremendous amount of power and influence. That, in a way, could prevent Mozart from fulfilling his own career ambitions. Some historians suggest that the dislike between Mozart and Salieri was provoked mostly by Mozart, who bitterly complained about the Italian influence in the court. Probably he perceived it as a certain obstacle to his success. Anyway, the rumor about poisoning was largely spread after Mozart's death. Even though Salieri was present at Mozart's funeral and then later taught Mozart's son, this unconfirmed theory about poisoning later found its way into certain artworks. Mozart is largely considered as the greatest composer who ever lived. And it is not only related to the fact that he composed 600 pieces of music, but to the influence his music had on other composers, like, for instance, Beethoven, Schubert, Chopin, Rossini, and many others. Plus, Mozart was a real expert on every music style that was known at his time, which included operas, concertos, symphonies, sonatas, solo songs and choral works. He was brilliant at working with the melody, so not only it sounded beautiful, but also touched on the depths of human emotion and experience. Another thing that's often brought up with his music is the so-called Mozart effect. It is believed that his music has a bunch of beneficial effects on the human brain and psychological well-being. Apparently, it improves memory and creativity, raises performance levels and productivity, helps relieve stress and anxiety, and even increases IQ. So, all these magical effects, are they real? Actually, there is no evidence that Mozart's music can improve cognitive functioning or increase IQ. According to one study, listening to Mozart can augment spatial reasoning for 10 to 15 minutes. Another popular theory is the alleged positive effect of Mozart on pregnancy. Well, let's make it clear, Mozart's music doesn't make babies more intelligent, but it does make their brains more active. Thank you for watching Personality Matters. We talk about people who made the world. Until next time, I am Arthur Kams.